Zayd, I don't really know why you want to kill babies so bad, but yeah, it seems a little, a little over the top. Uh, but aside from that, hey, welcome back to the 2AM Podcast, episode yep. 81. 81 it is. Yes. And we are here <laughs> discussing previously, before we went live, about how Zayd would choose to kill a baby over a dog. That is a lie. Which stem? <laughs> Fake news. <laughs> okay, okay. Let, let me actually explain it. Yeah, so, here, pose the question. And it has nothing to do with me, yeah. by the way. And by yeah. the way, that was a lie. <laughs> that was a lie. We don't know his answer yet. I am so a baby could, lover, but we couldn't. It could not be a kids. lie. I don't know yet. Let's figure it out. So what's the question that we were... So, the question is, if you were held in a room to gunpoint, and then you said, um, the person said, here's a dog, here's a child. You have to kill one or the other for you to leave this room. Which one are you killing? Go. So, obviously, the dog. Yeah, obviously. Like, in, in my mind, I wouldn't even have to think twice about it. Mm-hmm. It'd be like, it's the dog or the baby. All right, we're going home. I'm carrying this baby out of here. Like, let's go. I'm well, like, I have some shocking news for you. There was a poll on could Twitter. Could you say it would blow me away? <laughs> yeah, I think it would blow it out of proportion, actually. But, um, <laughs> so, yeah, there was a poll on Twitter, and it was, it was saying people chose dogs. Of course they did. It's Twitter. People would save the dog, though. That's what I meant. I don't think they mean that. They no, really they definitely do. don't mean that. No, they don't. They Those do people that. have never shot a gun in their life. Well, also, they've probably never been in the situation, as I imagine most people have, in, mm-hmm. where they had to pick between a baby and a dog. <laughs> yeah. Like, but I'm sorry, you said something earlier. Yeah. That brought up an interesting point in my mind, which was there was a comment that had like 2,000 likes. Yes. On it. There what? was a there was a specific comment that had over 2,000 likes, and it was, "Dog all day, baby." I would save the dog. And that, that comment literally had over 2,000 likes. But why? Why is that? I think you said something else along those lines. Or you said one of your friends said something. Okay, so yeah. As to why they would choose the dog over the baby. Because it's very innocent. A dog is innocent. It has... And the baby's it not? It doesn't think. And I'm like, but yeah. Thank that makes you. no sense because it goes around the other way, does it not? I mean, you're talking about something that was just born. Mm-hmm. Like, how did? How can it even sin? It doesn't even, if you want to go down that route, yeah. like the religious context. But, like, how could it even <laughs> have anything wrong with it? It can't even walk on know. its own. I don't the know. The most noise it can make is cry or go, you know? Say dada. Zader. I have an obvious reasoning for choosing the dog. Because a human being has the potential to actually have an impact on the world. You mean choosing the dog to kill? Yes, I okay. would, I would yeah. kill the dog if I had the option. It's a dog. Yeah, it's a dog. You see, that was, that was my argument. I was like, dude, it's a dog. How, how, like, why do I cherish a human soul more than a dog? And you don't, you know? But then, like, the, the guy t- the, like, the guy that commented, obviously. Then there's my favorite argument people would throw out. Well, what if the baby was the next Hitler? What if he was the next genocidal maniac? How do you even... Do you not understand probability? Literally. Yeah. What kind of logic is that? I will tell tell you... What kind of logic is (laughs) that? But I love that they use that as a reason to pick the dog to save. Let me pick the most fucking absurd potential event. So that topic specifically came out at dinner. We were having Maggiano's. It was was a nice Nice. night, right? It was a nice night up until that conversation. Lots of pasta. (laughs) (laughs) Um, 
So the way that topic came about was that um, we know we know a, a friend that has a friend that actually just got uh, mauled by a dog and he got his finger bitten off. Really? Yeah. Is that being the, mauled? <clears throat> I mean, I would say attacked. If you're, if like you're, you're getting attacked. If you're losing a limb, like a mauled, or an appendage, yes, yeah, I would, you're getting mauled. Well, he sure. probably got worse than that. He probably got effed up in other spots. You know? Yeah, like he probably got scratched and stuff like that. Might have the rabies. Well. Um, but. Robbie's? Basically, like I was, I was really heated with this um, topic because what happened to this guy? Like he got his arm, bit, his finger bitten off by a dog, right? The the part that pissed me off the most was that his when his friends, the owners of the dog, decided not to take him to the hospital. What? They didn't even bother getting up, dude. What? Mm-hmm. He drove himself to the hospital. Really? And um, they attempted to save his finger because he had it. Oh, he had it? Yeah. Okay, that's Wait, good. where did this that's attack good. take place? Like in the front yard of their house or what? It was inside. It so was like, inside a house. Yeah. So <clears throat> the point is, um, me being enraged, I was like, there's no way a dog <laughs> would ever yeah. do that just on its own, you know? You obviously have to treat it a certain way for it to be, to act hostile like uh, this. Well, no, it can do it on its own. Well, it's usually a stem of the owners are probably really shitty. Mm -hmm. That or the dog's out of control and is overprotective to the max. So maybe the dog thought that this person coming in was an invader on their home, mm -hmm. you know, so they, the dog wanted him to go. Yeah. Just attack the shit out of him. Yeah. But like, what do you, what would you do in that situation if, if, if that happened to you? Like, I'm you lost the an shit out of a dog. Yeah. It's going to be I would violent. put down the dog. You know what people said? People said, nah, I wouldn't put down the dog. I'm like, what? Yeah, I would put down the dog and then sue the shit out of the owners. That's what I would do. I mean, listen, the dog can be retrained, but if it's not, then, which is most, li most likely not going to be retrained, then it's a liability to society. Yeah. It's going to do that to somebody else. Yeah. Kill a child. So in that sense, am I a terrible human being for putting down a dog that's just like literally going to just cut more fingers off? I don't know <laughs> if I'd put it down. I would beat the shit out of it, yeah, though. Yeah, just drop kick it. Yeah. I have enough power yeah. to just but if I drop, Let's just say I drop kicked it and ended its life right there on accident. I'm not going to feel bad about it. I wouldn't feel bad about it. Mm -hmm. And I know a lot. We're going to lose so many listeners by saying Yes. <laughs> They're going to hate us Yeah, so much. until they get attacked by a dog. A dog, right? Yeah. And then they just kick it in the jaw and it goes limp, right? Yeah. Like, so, like, as, as understanding as I am. There's some things that just don't make sense to me. And, you know, like, I love dogs. We all love dogs. We all love dogs. dogs. Like, we love dogs as much as you can. But the thing is, certain dogs, just like certain people, sometimes mm -hmm. the wires get crossed. And sometimes you can't untangle that mess. Yeah. You know? So so let's just say your best friend, right? Your best friend, dude. You love this person, right? Everything's cool. You guys hang out all the time. You guys love to hang out. All that stuff. And then one day he just comes through and then shoots you in the back with a shotgun, right? And tries to annihilate you. You end up surviving. Or better yet, comes over, beats the shit out of you, cuts one of your fingers off. Yeah. Leaves you there. How are you going to feel? You want to you do the same to him, right? Mm-hmm. No longer friends. That's where you got to be like, Jesus, turn exactly. the other cheek. Exactly. Why is it any different <laughs> with a dog? Let him cut off another finger. <laughs> Why is it any different with a dog? What makes a dog special? Nothing. It's just because I think uh, people have more of an emotional attachment to dogs. Yes. Because the overwhelming majority of dogs are usually very sweet, very kind, yeah. very loving. There's just, like I said, there's those few. Mm -hmm. 
the statistical anomalies that stick out, you know? And I feel like those ones gather a lot of attention, especially in society and stuff mm -hmm. like that, you know? But man, I wish humans were like that. What do you mean? Like they're just perceived as very nice and just. I think most people are. Like Canadians, you know? Just. <laughs> Canadians are really just us. Like we with really. A different accent. Yeah. We really do put dogs on a pedestal, though. Do we not? <laughs> yeah, man's best friend for a reason. <laughs> yeah. Unconditional love. But the, the, my, my point is if you get attacked, I don't give a shit by who. It could be a person, it could be a dog, it could be a snake, it could be a book. <laughs> yeah, right, like, right. for example if you're out in the wild right you're just on a you're on a backpacking trip right? yeah and you get attacked by a mountain lion mm -hmm. and let's just say hypothetically you have the ability to fight back you know and not die let's just say you have that ability you're just that badass that you can take on a mountain lion it rips you up bites one of your fingers off you gonna fuck it up of course. Yeah, with your best it's, ability. Dude, yeah, with survival. your best ability. Yeah. All, all like, beliefs it, go out the window when you're trying to exactly. survive. Exactly. Keyword, survival. Your survival. Whether it's a human, a mountain lion, a dog, a whale, it does not matter. <laughs> if someone's attacking you, attack back. I don't think you can attack and a whale, know. bro. Yeah, I you know. know what's, but like, speaking of survival, um, Zaid, we need to talk about the health of your mouth oh. and the, survive, <laughs> the survival of your oral health. Because I tried the swishing with the coconut oil oh, this morning. Yes. It was one of the most unpleasant experiences I've had in a very long oh. time. How so? So, okay, in my in your defense, I may have used too much coconut oil. It's only it should be like a teaspoon, teaspoon and a half. It okay. was roughly that. Can someone explain okay. swishing? Maybe maybe just like a smidge more. What so is yeah, swishing? why don't let Zaid explain <laughs> yes, what so I'm talking master. about. So it's called oil pulling, coconut oil pulling. And the reason why it works so well is because coconut oil has antibacterial properties. And because it's a fat, it's better able to pull out anything harmful from your gums and teeth. Okay. So you do that for 10 plus minutes, mm -hmm. 10 to 20 minutes. 10 to 20 minutes. You're swishing your mouth. Sorry, continue. It's a lot of people spend at least exercise. an hour on Instagram in the morning. Yeah, but you can take, you can allocate. It that takes time. only two minutes to brush your teeth. Yeah, but you're not getting. But coconut oil has very specific advantages to it. It's it's actually a practice that I, I believe has been I think it's an Ayurved, Ayurvedic practice. So it stems from uh, Eastern uh, tradition. Hmm. It goes back like thousands of years. So that would have made sense thousands of years ago when they didn't have other shit. You know, yeah. to counteract the negative health effects, like, but like, but what's the problem with soap, it? Why dude? did you have such a negative experience? So, for one, it was just like it clumped up immediately, which was weird. What do you mean? Like when I was swishing it in my mouth, you could feel like there was solidified chunks starting to form. Yeah, I've never experienced that. Secondly, and it is a reputable uh, coconut oil source, according to my sister, who's a vegan and. She researches this shit out of every single product that she uses before she buys it. But, you know, it just felt weird swishing it back and forth in my mouth. Like, it did not want to go through my teeth the way, like, for example, um, like a mouthwash could get in there. Because it was too viscous. Of course, it's of thicker. material. It wasn't getting through my teeth is what I'm saying. Okay. It was too viscous. That's the problem. Secondly, 
I can't imagine you would get a better benefit from doing that for 10 minutes when you could just lightly brush your teeth for two minutes, quickly floss them. I mean, they even have floss picks now. that You can just go in there and get it all done within a minute and a half and then rinse your mouth out with a little bit of mouthwash. Well, yeah, but you also don't get the benefits of like better gum health. But you do. Things of that nature. You do. Hmm. Not just from flossing and brushing. Yeah, you do. For you to say you don't get health, gum health benefits by flossing and... Do you brush your br- gums? Yeah. Wait, well, for a lot of okay. people, they can't because their gums bleed. <clears throat> well, I think th- you're The mistaken. reason why their gums bleed is because they mistaken. don't take care of their fucking mouth. Like, so this, this just sounds like, like they both obviously work, right? Maybe the, the, work, the, yeah. the, the whole coconut oil pulling is just a natural remedy of everything we have today. Today, everything we oh, do no, and I'm is sure just a product it, that I'm sure it works, but I'm just saying... 10 to 20 minutes seems absurd. It's not. Eh, yeah, it kind of does. Because, like, it's like, let's just say 10 minutes. 10 minutes is good. You know, just 20 minutes? How about, how about I this? do it for 10 minutes. How about this? Just sit in your room with your phone off. Everything's off, right? Yeah, Except you put a timer on your phone. How yeah. about that? Set it for 60 seconds and just feel how uncomfortably long that is. For the majority of people, yeah, sixty seconds without anything happening. I know, I know exactly. I know because I've experienced teeth whitening with that the um, the blue light. Mm-hmm. So you sit there for thirty minutes. It's a long time. Yeah, dude. it's a long time, especially if you're pulling. But hey, it's a great exercise, I believe. Yeah, and mm-hmm. I just I just feel like you could get a better clean with a brush floss, yeah. and but it seems else. like it's one of those things where you do like once every Sunday. Just do it for the week. Maybe just detoxify something in your. I try oral. to do it once every other day, but I don't understand how it clumps up in your mouth because it dissolves. Coconut oil dissolves once it hits a certain. That was not my experience. I could feel it like clumping up. Hmm. I don't. I don't know what coconut oil you have, dude. What the? It's this and the mastic gum that he's taking a large L on. Yeah. Mastic gum was quite possibly one of the worst gum experiences I've that ever i can had. understand because i've experienced it like yeah it depends on certain factors but like yeah. it was weird because it was hard as a rock mm-hmm. and like on crystal. top of that it was also dissolving mm-hmm. simultaneously so now there's like a foam building in my mouth which is a hor- it's a very unpleasant flavor <laughs> it's not great yeah. it starts to get sharp which is weird like it started cutting yeah. my cheeks well here's like, the thing with mastic gum you have to, you gotta chew fast if you don't chew fast it'll harden so when you with every slow chew, it's just getting hard, and you're like, "What is this?" Which is why it's a great exercise for your jaw. I guess, yeah. Tbh. <laughs> I just so I did not enjoy it. To date, there are just 21 oil pulling research studies reporting on the health benefits. Um, this dude literally pulled up a research study. <laughs> yeah. About. Oh. What about olive oil? <laughs> According to researchers from the There's Department no of Pediatric Dentistry problems. in India, oil pulling reduces streptococcus mutans bacteria, yeah, we're, significant contribu- contributor to tooth decay. I'm not, like I said earlier, I'm not saying it doesn't work. I'm just saying it seems ridiculous when you have these other things which are work unbelievably well and have been proven to work very well for it's an multiple option. years. It's an option. It's preference. He likes natural remedies. You like products. Yeah. And oh, if fine. 10 minutes yeah. is too extreme for you... What am I going to say to that? Yeah. It just seems ridiculous. Like, no, you're not supposed to do it that fast. Well, of course not, but <laughs> for 10 it's minutes, not a fucking race. For 10 minutes, it's just like, it's and having yeah. oil sit in your mouth yeah. for 10 minutes. Dude, I've, I've done it while doing like pull-ups and push-ups. It's, it's just the worst. Yeah, no. It's just horrific. <laughs> I feel you. 
Although I will say there was one benefit about it that I kind of unexpectedly enjoyed. And I don't even know if it's supposed to be part of the whole deal. But like after I was done with it, for some reason, it was really easy to clear out my sinuses. Dude, that was I was watching a video like two weeks ago and mm -hmm. the guy said the exact same thing. And I have no idea what the mechanism is. I don't know what that did. I could actually feel it like creeping up my throat, though, while I was swishing. Yeah. So maybe some of it got in there. But also, I don't know how healthy it is to have oil just sitting in your sinuses. It's fine. I'll tell you, you why. Can you can cook with so, coconut oil. So I don't know if I, so yeah, you, you, can, you can cook with it. But would you shove it up your ass? Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. No, so I not. use this thing. It has eucalyptus oil and mint. And it's mm -hmm. a nasal spray. It's because I have severe um, sinuses. I really need to clear it out every day. And it's just very dry. So what that does is that that little tiny amount of oil seeps in within the course of an hour. So it kind of just moisturizes that area. That's also a different kind hmm. of oil. That's very, it's, it's more like water in a sense. Like coconut oil and all types of oil, they will rise it's, to the top very of water. Thick oil. Usually, yeah, because, yeah, you know, that's. It has a, um, what is the word I'm thinking of? A lighter, or it has less density to it. That's why mm -hmm. it rises. But the viscosity of coconut oil is much thicker than that of water. Yeah. So, and that of, you know, tea tree or uh, eucalyptus oil. Yeah. So I would imagine that coating your sinuses could be problematic to a degree. I don't know. But maybe at the same time, it's easier to get out because it's so Yeah. Well, here's the thing. It doesn't just sit in there. What you're doing is that it, it just helps push out the, the bad stuff. Well, that's, so as that's you're what clearing saying. it, you're going to clear the oil as well. That's exactly what I'm saying. Yeah. There you legalize go. eucalyptus. Yeah, legalize eucalyptus. Le what? No, you know, I got these things now. <laughs> uh, or my mom actually bought these things. They're um, like these little discs that you can buy. And one of them, like if you just put it in. So sorry, let me just take a step back. They're these little discs that are compressed and they're made out of a couple different things. I forget exactly what it's made out of, but the real reason you get them is you put them under hot water in the shower and they produce steam mm. which has eucalyptus oil some other kinds of oils in them it smells good and it also helps like clear out your sinuses yeah. you breathe a lot better and i love that shit you just crack one of those bad boys in half toss it in your shower i know you're a cold shower guy so it wouldn't work i take hot showers yeah oh okay so whenever you take a hot shower you just crack that shit in half toss it in the bottom of the shower, let the hot water run on it. It produces a lot of steam, too. It's not like a little amount. It's quite a bit. just clears all that shit out. It's very nice. Yeah. I like it. I like that kind of stuff. Yeah. You know, it gives the experience of being in, like, a, a steam room mm -hmm. oh, without having a steam room. Nice. I love Where do you get that stuff? Rooms. I don't know, but I'll take a photo and send it to you guys. Yes, please. I wish I could shout them out on very here. It's a great product. They have a bunch of them online, like, yeah. a bunch of different shit you can buy, but I like this one. Big fan. All right. So I think it's important that we mention right now, we're going to kind of take a hard, sharp turn into this. Um, but we have not been uploading regularly. We have not been posting regularly on all platforms. That includes YouTube. That includes um, Instagram. Instagram. Twitter's actually been handled fairly well, thanks to Zaid. Um, the main guy. But with that being said, we could be doing better. We 100%. could be more consistent because you guys deserve the content and we like making it and we just want you to enjoy or have as much to enjoy as you possibly can exactly. and as much as we can create yeah. without hiring outside people. As you guys know, life does get in the way every once in a while, but yeah, got to adjust. Got to adjust. Yeah, we got to adjust. Adapt. We got a, we got a new game plan. 
We're mm-hmm. going to test it out for a couple weeks, and if it goes well, so be it. We'll release the official schedule Yes, to let you know, and our episodes will now, instead of being sporadic, they will be planned out ahead of time, mm-hmm. predetermined, so you will know every day on these days, which we will release that information later, mm-hmm. when our shit's coming out. So you can hop on, drop a like, leave a comment, get that conversation rolling. Yep. And um, I'm planning a giveaway. Ooh. Yeah. Hmm. A little giveaway. You're planning a giveaway. All we need is for you to share one post that we will be making this week. Details come soon. So Details will be dropping within yep. the next Yep. It's going to be a post on Instagram. So if you're a follower there, you know what to do. Share. Share, 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 comment. All you have to do is click that little button. It's not and the, the rules way... are going to be in the description, too. And the way, uh, when you say share, how would you like them to share? Through a story post or? Uh, through, through story post and to others. Oh. And to make sure. So through yeah. direct messages. And also the way we will know that you will post it on your stories. Just give us a little tag. Exactly. Let us know you did it. That's how we'll enter you into the giveaway, mm-hmm. I imagine. Mm-hmm. And um, I also have something else I wanted to bring up. Mm. Discord. Yeah. How do you guys feel about starting a 2 a.m. Discord? I think it's a great idea because I am all about community. And with community, we could be the big change in the world. We can get people to start learning cool-ass stuff. Mm-hmm. And we could all learn and grow together. And we could just, you know, pass that on to our children. Exactly. They have build, like a little chat community. channel. Do you know what Discord is? Or like how it, how it works. So Discord, in a sense... Mm-hmm works similarly to Skype, but it's for a larger scale. Like Skype, you, I think you need to pay in order to have more than 10 people on one call. Yeah. Right, to get their premium. But for Discord, you get it for free. And you can have, it's as many people as you want in a chat room or like a server. So it's like it. Clubhouse in a sense? It's like Clubhouse. Um, actually, it's a lot like Clubhouse, if I think about it, because they don't do video. You can just talk to each other or you they can do, type they messages. Do Discord do does video now. Oh, they do video now? Yep, you can do oh, screen nice. shares. That you can, oh, yeah, that's how we did you, the episode with um, Tarek. Tarek, yeah. yeah. So theoretically, you could do video with like 50 people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Damn. And what's cool about it is that like their noise technology, whatever you want to call it, even if you have a webcam mic, it still sounds like a condenser. Yeah. Hmm. It's so crazy. The noise gating that, the technology they have, phenomenal. Yeah, they do Never a really seen anything but what's yeah. also cool is we could get people like you, the mm-hmm. guests, onto the show. Exactly. And we can make a server for that. Exactly. Yeah. We could have like a couple just jot in for, you know, 30 seconds to a minute. Tell us what you're feeling, what you want us to talk about. Mm-hmm. Oh, we could do live Q&As. Yeah. We could do live Q&As. And we could do art shows, too. You guys can, can send memes about the 2 a.m. You, you guys can do anything you want. Anything that's creative, we are all for. You'll never know. We might even post one of them. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Who knows? So, you might get featured on the 2 a.m. The 2 a.m. podcast. I'm for it. I am all for it. So, with that being said, <clears throat> let us know what you think about a 2 a.m. Discord server down in the comment section below. Let yep. us know if it's a good idea. Let us know if it's a shit idea. Let us know what we can do with it, if you do like it. Yeah. Ways to move forward. What are you interested in? That's what we want to know. Yeah, we're, you know what? We sit in this room, right? And we mm-hmm. talk a lot of shit. We try to have fun, make some jokes. But we're really here for you guys, like, in the end of the day. Mm-hmm. So everything that you say is, one, important, but two, is awesome for us because it's like, at least for me, this is how I think about it. Like, due, due to the internet, we now have this ability to communicate to 
thousands of people at any given moment. You just have that freedom. It could be three in the morning in Dubai or wherever, right? Mm -hmm. Just name a country or a city. And they could just hit us up. Let us know what they're thinking. Let us know like, hey, can you talk about this on the pod? Can you talk about this? Can you talk about that? Yeah. And that's the community. That's what I would like to get out of this podcast. Yeah. I want people to be on the same level, honestly. Yeah. And we we've cool. we've already seen it in action with Instagram, for example. Yeah. So I Yeah, the roasts were fun. That got that got everybody <laughs> up and excited. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, send us a direct message, comment, whatever you'd like, just let us know. Yeah, because we'd love to hear it, as we always do. And I so guess what? Hmm. What? Eight Chicken K- butt. Ha <laughs> 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 That's not what I was gonna say about middle school humor. Yeah. So eight K TVs have came out. They've been coming out for the past two years. I was about to say, haven't they been out for a yeah, while? Yeah. What the they fuck have. does that even mean? It's just um, you know, we don't display anything in eight K for it to be a normal thing right now. But it got me thinking. How far can we take TVs? Dun, 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 dun. Knowing that Samsung <laughs> actually has the wall coming up. <laughs> he just gave himself his own And you want to know what's funny? I was actually going to mention the wall. I think that's Search one of the up. coolest TV ideas it really is. to have come out in a it's long time. It's 196 inches, I think. I don't know. Let's go to Samsung's Let's website. Let's go to Samsung's. Figure it out. Why don't you put the wall? TV and audio. Where is it at? Now, are we talking like this size of a wall? It's literally called the wall. So what happens is they send a contractor to your house. And they make like um, a makeshift frame that dips into the inside of the wall. Right? So it's kind of like an indentation of Search the TV. Mm-hmm. And they mount it in there. So it sits flush with the wall. And it's just a pure screen. And I believe it's 190 inches. Jeez. So it's, yeah. And that's a TV. It's not a projector. That has to be insane. I thought the whole thing with the wall was they were custom built to whatever size you wanted them to be. Specs. Here we go. Well, yeah, that's basically what I just said. Is oh, they, I thought you... they literally send out like a contractor or whatever mm. to carve in the wall so it sits flush. That's it's pretty crazy. It's going to be pretty nuts. And it replicates like the exact quality of like a smaller TV. Yeah. At like 4 or 8K. Yep. Huh. Now there's TVs like that that are coming out, which are absolutely insane. Yeah, look at that, Zade. There you go. Yeah. And I believe it's actually displayed in 12K, which is insane. 12K? Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. for something that big, it, ha- it has to be. In, okay, like, so, so when it comes to definition. like, when it comes to the jump from 4K to 8K, like, what exactly is going on there? What... Is it just more detailed? Is it just so more, more vibrant? Yes. More pixels. That's that's the biggest key. And per pixel, whatever sensory whatever sensor you're using to capture the image gets displayed on this properly. So cameras have a sensor, right? Mm-hmm. And that perceives light and records information through color and space. And light. Mm. Right? So the end product, you're gonna have a file. It's usually gonna be like a raw file of some sort. And when you open it, it's just so detailed from the lightest color to the darkest black. Just the broad range is insane. And the fact you need something to be able to display that. 
So that's when 8K comes in hand. Okay, when oh. you look at when you look at 4K, for example. Oh my what god. What is what is the one word that comes to mind when you're watching a 4K TV? One word that comes to mind. One word. For me, it's crisp. Crisp. No. Well, I wouldn't say crisp. I would say sharp. For me, it's two words. It's and it's yeah. so nerdy in comparison to you guys. I would have to agree with you. If it's one word, I would say sharp. But pixel density is what comes to mind. Mm -hmm. but and that's why it's like when 4K first came out, like when the first TVs rolled out, mm -hmm. movies and a lot of TV shows looked like shit on 4K screens. Mm -hmm. And the reason why was because the pixel density at that time, if I remember correctly, is four times that of an HD TV. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. that means you have on a HD TV what would be one pixel is now sharing the space of four pixels. So it just couldn't handle it. And so, no, it's not that it couldn't handle it. It's just, just that blocky. everything looks blocky. Yeah. Okay. That's so why it looks look like bad. we're going back to 8-bit. Exactly. Almost. Yeah. So but to answer your question, where do we take TVs from here? I, you know, that's where it gets experimental. TVs. Right? Because obviously you can go bigger and crazier. Like, for example, um, Samsung now has something that's above the 4K, it's 8K, mm -hmm. but they have a special form of 8K, which they call their QLED, which stands for Quantum LED. Mm -hmm. For 60 grand? Yeah. Holy shit. Yeah, you I have mean, no idea what that looks like, by the way. It's it's nuts. So imagine the cleanest aquarium you have ever seen. Like, it is polished, right? Mm -hmm. And imagine that it was just this thin, and then someone takes some black ink in a syringe and just puts it into the water. And it just mm. comes out, and it just looks like this marble-looking color, and it just flows so well. Imagine a TV looking like that. To, like, there's not a hint of blurriness. There's not a hint of smudge. Bro, movies would be so crazy. It's just... But isn't it... Wasn't there, like, a paper that came out that anything over <clears throat> 4K, like, humans really can't tell a difference? That's not true. I, th I thought it was like, you just, we don't have the ability to process anything over 4K or at least be able to realistically tell a difference between the two. I don't think that's true. I think what it is is that it, it turns into overwhelming because we do have a limit, right? Mm -hmm. So it's, given that we have a limitation. Um, what does the K stand for? AK. Um... It's actually an excellent question. That is an excellent question. Because I'm trying to think of it in terms of human Two, 2000. So 2K, 4K, Oh, yeah, that, that might be it. Like, there you go. It's oh. thousands. Like, yeah, it is. Can we, can we make an equivalent of, like, human sight in that form? Well, the human eye is actually no longer the best thing at processing light on the planet. Did mm -hmm. you know that uh, there's a software that came out for movies that actually does it infinitely better than the human eye? Not infinitely, but quite a bit better than the human eye can do it um and the lego movie was the first film feature film to utilize this uh light dynamics processor if yeah. i remember correctly i remember you talking about this and it creates hyper realistic shadows and that's mm -hmm. why the lego movie looks so real is because its ability to process light was so much greater than any movie that came before mm -hmm. it like actually here let me just pull up the trailer really quick da -da 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 -da. Because the only direction I see this going in is it, it has to be implemented with VR. You know what? That's else. what I wanted to bring up, too. I, that, that can be the only next step is like a brain. Okay, for example, right Damn. here. Look at this. That's so, wild. 
this is what's crazy about this software, and I'll pull up the name of it. I can find it in a moment. Mm -hmm. In comparison to the human eye, is that right here there is absolute white. Yeah, and you can see the reflections of that bleeding out into the room, and it doesn't disturb any of the other color around it. Ne not nearly as much as the mm -hmm. human eye would, in terms of how much that blinding light would block out. Like for example, this edge of the computer screen, even though that's like almost as close as you can get to like pure bright white light mm -hmm. this edge right here is still definable mm -hmm. yeah for us it would just be almost completely blown out you might see the tiniest of textures but here this is so specific and that's why i love this shit but it's like here you can still see that edge right here and also the tape from like just based on how uh, legos work it's actually a paint excuse me you could see the paint on the side of the panel still and the texture of the paint and not on this because it's not a 4k image but if you're watching the video or the movie in 4k you could see these details even finer and mm. it's like that's the next level for animation it's the pinnacle of animation as of right now look at how much depth it has it's too. unreal yeah and that's what makes ari alexa the camera the hollywood camera it was something moment. like um it's I because think... it can do this it's insane Oops. it sees better than your eye <laughs> Well, I don't even think... I think everything in the Lego movie was computer-generated, for the most part. Yeah, but it all comes down to the same science. That's what it is. Mm -hmm. You're just transferring it over. So the human eye varies from an f-stop value of 8.3, roughly, to in the light, very bright places, to 2.1 in the dark. Mm -hmm. And I think it was uh, this technology that they were using for the Lego movie at an f-stop value of, like, 16 <laughs> or 30. It was ridiculous. And that's why it's able to perceive light so well in yeah. spaces. But I think you're right in terms of where TVs are going to go next. I think it's it's got to be VR or more realistically, which it sounds crazy to even say that, the brain implants. Like, that would be augmented reality. Yeah. Which I like and dislike. I, I, it has a lot of pros and a lot of cons. <laughs> <laughs> Certainly there's a limit to like... Yeah. How, how far you can push just a basic TV. Well, maybe if we're not going to jump so far ahead mm -hmm. to augmented, maybe the next step would just be glass that they somehow manage to be able to transfer light through it. Yeah, like a and hologram. So it, yeah, and it just produces an image on like a 2D mm -hmm. panel, which we're getting pretty close to that yeah, already. Like LG has that little yeah. thin paper. Like it's, it's, mm, it's so good. It's just a panel, dude. It's just a tiny little panel. Mm. No, I want to see the thin LG TV because I know which one you're talking I about. I think it's, it's called Thin Q. LG Thin Q. Yeah, there it is. Let's go to images. Are you talking literally paper thin? Oh no no. Oh, this is the phone. No, you put thin one. Oh, I did. <laughs> oh no, I typed Thin Q. That was weird. How? <laughs> Put it on there, Jamie. Thank you. <coughs> Put it on there, Jamie. Yeah, this one right here. That is I really crazy. wish they would just photograph it from the side, you know? It's the whole point of the product, and they, like, <laughs> just completely miss it. Yeah. I can tell it's a TV, but, like, come on, man. No, but you could tell how thin it is from that, from that angle, too. Yeah. Or this one might be better. Yeah. Yeah, look at that. Thin. That's almost a pane of glass. 
That's that's actually just a thick pane of glass. Like that's all that is, dude. And CPK thought they were thin, bro. Like, look at this, crispy. Also, something else that's gonna be really cool um, in the future. Graham. Yeah. So, I don't know if you guys knew. Fun fact though. The reason why TVs get, keep getting pushed to higher and higher hertz and just higher and better color and better display and different kinds of panels and IPS panels and LED panels and QLED panels. You know why there's so many? Hmm. Because sports. Sports is the main reason why. Is it really? Yep, 100,000%. Well, it makes sense because you could see the yeah. the people moving or the, the athletes moving in like clearer. Yeah, without a single hint of motion blur. Like it's just... The refresh rate is so on par with what the camera's providing you with and the motion of the, the, the um, athlete that it's just, it's so beautiful. You feel like you're there on the field. Just this year, they started to implement um, in soccer games, like, uh, like La Liga, for example, like they have this, they have the shot where the camera focuses on the player and everything in the background blurs out. Mm -hmm. And it's, it's uncanny the way it is. Like it's, it feels so off, yeah. but so it feels so real. It's a prime lens, and it's, they're using cinematic sequences. This shit, I think, will be our next step in terms of TVs, which it's really, really weird, but... Yeah. <laughs> oh, is this like the Magic Leap technology? 3D Magic holographic. Leap. What's that? Magic Leap. What's that? So it's basically AR that play this, that looks like... Yeah, looks like this. Dude, th all this is is four pieces of plastic that he cut out and then put over his phone. That is insane. That's crazy. Like, if you can produce an effect that looks that realistic or, like, that good... And just for the, by for the four... listeners, it's basically, like, imagine a real-life jellyfish underwater except in the air right in front of you. I think this will be a big focus, especially for advertising in the future. Oh, yeah. Dude. I mean, they could already <laughs> do holograms. Like, they've done one with Tupac. Yeah, that's that. true. But like, I mean, for a storefront, like yeah. if you roll up to Gucci and it's just like their logo floating yeah. outside of their building. That's insane. I think that will be the next back to the future stuff. right? That'll there. be like the next big advertising thing. Also, imagine if you were just in your room and you're like, I want fireworks in here. Yeah. And all of a sudden it's just over your bed. It's like yeah. a little production. <laughs> so I think this will be the next realistic step. Yeah. Which would be holograms, like, implemented once we figure them out in a more realistic manner. And then from there, we'll get more into VR once that becomes more of like a... For example, Ray-Bans will come out with their version of VR glasses, right? You just pop them on. They don't even feel that much heavier than the original ones. But all of a sudden, it's like the whole world is completely different, right? Yeah. It's like, um, did you ever watch... Shoot, what was that show on Netflix? It was about a um, carbon. No, yeah, carbon. Um, altered carbon. Altered carbon. Altered uh, carbon. And um, that show on Netflix, God. they they had a uh, a contact lens, which Google was trying to work on for a long time. I don't know if they still are, but contact lenses or sunglasses, whatever. Right? You put it in your eye, and all of a sudden, you were just walking through this empty city. What looked like an empty city, but people are you know there, and then all of the advertising pops up. Hmm. Because in that space, technically, I mean, you you would have to pay for it. Somebody will find a way to monetize it. But you're you kind of have infinite space. Like if you wanted to, you could have your sign leave the building and then wrap around the person wearing the glasses and then go back up to the building, leading showing you exactly where it is. Yeah, crazy stuff like that. Um, 
I just remembered what happened to the Google Glass. It was garbage. It really was, right? Yeah. Is that what it was? Well, it was just dumb. It, I think it was. I think it was dumb it because was, it was like the first iteration. Of it wasn't what hip. They were trying to do. It was just very standard. You just basically look like freaking Bill Gates. You look like a dork. Yeah. It was just, you know, it was a concept. <laughs> you look like a fucking dork. Dude. It was like, a concept. Imagine wearing that, dude, with your AirPods Max. Just... It was too ahead of its time. That was the problem. <laughs> they tried to create this unreal technology that promised so much. But the thing was, we were working with that back in, what was it, like? 2015? 2020. Whoa, 20, before, dude. 2010. Yeah, right. That was like when it started. Because their first concept was the uh, contact lenses. Mm-hmm. And then they realized how hard that would be, so they swapped over to the Google Glass, yeah. from what I remember. It was like a thick-paned glass right here. <laughs> have you ever tried this? No though? room for technology, huh? Have you, you get, have you guys tried that? No. No, I've talked to a couple people who have, and they said the eye tracking was okay, but the functionality was dumb. Like, there was nothing on there that you would ever... Or sorry, there was nothing you could do on there that you couldn't do better on your phone. Yeah. And also, just... there were like... Taking photos with it was terrible because the yeah. camera was horrible. It's like when Alexa doesn't do what you want it to do. Yeah. And it's just, oh, my God, where's the remote? Like, yeah, rely on your fingers. That's and exactly awesome. people, they thought it would have been a great idea for, like, POV shots. Mm -hmm. But the problem was it's one camera, and it's only on the right side of your head. So, like, if you're doing POV shots, like, for example, you're riding a bike and whatnot, the gonna... view of the camera, instead of it being right here, looking out where your eyes would be, be like over here. Yeah. So Looking down like, a, like so it's not, not like centered. a GoPro where it gets it's not exactly. centered. Yeah. It's off center. Mm. Well the thing with GoPro is it's not from the perspective of your eyes usually. It's from the perspective of your chest or above your head. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But uh the Google Glass are like it's more of a realistic POV because it's at eye level. But it's just it didn't work that well. Yeah. You know, it's very difficult to shoot a POV shot because you're essentially blinding yourself. Yeah. Which when things like Google Glass in the future get better then it would make more sense, mm -hmm. right? Here's also the thing. I don't care how good the technology is if you don't make it appealing to the consumer. If it doesn't look good, like if you're like a pair of glasses, for example, if it doesn't look good, then mass adoption is not going to happen. Well, they have some new VR glasses that look a little bit better. Where's the images? They have some that look like actual glasses. Yeah, those are cool. Like there was this one company that took a design. I mean, it looked almost exactly like Ray-Bans. Yeah. Hmm. And they just made the um they put two batteries on the uh ear pieces for the sunglasses and they were a little bit thicker but in the back so it really kind of just looked like a pair of glasses not that much else extra with it but I really like the Panasonic ones. Yeah, these ones. These ones? Give it give it 5 to 10 years and it'll be there. Those oh, are cool. I would say Maybe less. Maybe even less, yeah. I'd say less than 10 years for a functioning product, over 10 years for one that'll be mass adopted. Cuz this is a little extreme. Mhm. Mm also, it begs the question, this is the, uh, whose design is this? Panasonic's Morpheus-style VR glasses, which is super... Look at how they attach the earbuds, that's too. That's such a dope name. But the thing is, why would you even make it earbuds? Why wouldn't you make it a one of those uh, vibrational jawbone-style headphones? Mm -hmm. Right? Because it's, I mean, it's kind of, uh, maybe that wouldn't work because it has to be, like, right here. I don't know. There's a lot of questions to ask about this, but... Yeah, we're at TVs now. Then I think it'll be holographic stuff because how sick would it be to walk into your living room and you just have a big flat table right you're a big football fan and it's laid out exactly like a football field and you have little goal posts the end zones and everything mm -hmm. but the end zones are just like white and color black right then you turn the hologram on it's the entire game every player's on the field 
the uh, end zones change that you could even program the fans in on the stands like around it or you could get rid of them if you don't want them they're blocking the view or and you're watching each player yeah. in real time play out the game right in front of you or what if it has memory and it can actually replicate a person and if that person passes away they're still there that's actually a thing right now have, have you do you know about that it's i wild. hear about Here, it let me let me pull it up but the, a, a lot, lot of, of people cases. are obsessed with that like they why grieve when you could just have a replica of <laughs> i don't know how <laughs> i feel about that i don't i don't like that i think it goes against uh, human nature you know Some things to... should just stay the way it is. Yeah, like at a certain point you have to move on. Yeah. It's not healthy. And what you know, why would you spend your your time reminiscing about the past instead yeah. of living it? Because right then now? it wouldn't be human nature. You're just altering too many things at that point. Oh, here it is. Am I right? Yes. Or am I right? Here it is. The verb that uses AI to create tweets. Wait, is, is this what it? I think it is? Oh, okay. This is not what I thought it was. Okay. So I know what you're talking about. You put the VR, you interact with the. No, this is. It's weird what this thing is. Hmm. Yes, this is more along the lines. So it's similar to an AI chatbot. But okay. the thing is, what they did was they took like an AI chatbot and then they ran it through somebody's Twitter profile that had been active for like five, six years, right? So that Twitter or that bot is now being fed a lot of information as to how you speak, the cadence at which you write words, the things that you liked, the things you commented on, what, how people commented on your things. So it's like gauging how it would react to people's comments, how you post, what you liked, any links that you would put out there, right? And it takes all of this information and compiles it into one chatbot. And that is now the replicated version of you at least according to your online Twitter history. My God. So now, yeah. the creepy thing is, I guess it's Microsoft has the patent for this technology, or a patent for a technology like it. So now, if you really miss so-and-so in their Twitter account and Instagram, any social media helps this bot be more realistic, right? Now you fed all this information to a bot which replicates the types of tweets that that person would have put out while they were alive. Hmm. So now you have like a fake digital version of you consistently posting content till you decide to turn it off. How do you feel about that? It's weird. I wish I had it that right say now. Right, right? It's weird. Yeah, I don't like it at all. I don't think it's wrong. I, I think uh, you should specify if it's a dead account or not, which they, they won't. Yeah. You know, there will not be a law about that. But it's, it's fascinating because it brings up an interesting question. At least in terms of where all of this is really going down the line, mm -hmm. in my mind, which will be, it'll start with uh, augmentation, which it already is. And it starts off being positive, right? Like the limb augmentation. They now have the ability to put a, a bionic limb on you. I've talked mm -hmm. about this a couple times. They have, um, I forget, they have sensors, I forget the technical name for it, that they attach all of your nerve endings to, your existing nerve endings in the arm that are still functionable, that are still functionable. They attach it to that arm, and now you're able to control this robotic arm like yeah. with your mind the way you would your normal arm. Mm -hmm. Some go even farther to the point where they have sensors in the fingers and across the hands, so now you can experience touch again. Wow. Or like a form of touch, yeah. right? So 
it'll start with that, or and it already has. Then it'll go into even crazier augmentation once we get more science and work into that field even greater. Mm -hmm. And then it'll eventually reach the point of, well, this person's dying. We have the ability to completely recreate their body. And we can transfer over their brain into this new body, which begs the question, is it the same person? It's kind of like that, um, I forget there's a name for it. It's a philosophical question of, if you start with a ship or a hammer and you replace every part of that ship or the hammer, is it still the same hammer or ship, right? Mm -hmm. Which begs the question, if they take your brain, a 100% scan of your brain, down to the neurons, the way they interact, everything, and then create a digital copy of that, put it into a robotic version of somebody, which looks exactly like you to a T, right? Is that still you? No. But you act exactly the same in it's, every front. It's you up to a certain point because I think you lose something once once the human body dies. You're, you're not you There's without a soul. Like, that's the thing. Yeah, that's what I would that's point That's where out. scientists are like, no. Like, is the soul, one, real, which most of them would probably say no, and two, does that play a role in who you are? Because if you have your brain, which theoretically speaking, controls everything you do mm -hmm. it is it is you like you could i mean yeah we have limbs we have legs that and we can do miraculous things but what allows you to do all of that is your brain yeah it's you from the perspective of someone that studied you it's not you but it's reduction no but it. it is you because in order for you to act the way you do your brain has to do yeah, that but you for all you know i only act that way in front of you i act alone i act differently when i'm alone yeah. For example, that but, then it would never be replicated in that sense. what causes you to do that? Your brain. Yes, and the understanding of myself. No one understands you like yourself. Yeah, but what creates the self? You. The brain. I think, I think my only no, issue I disagree. with it is because that... If you didn't have the brain, you wouldn't be able to even be able to do anything. You would not be able to exist. That goes for all animals, too. Yeah. No, but, but both I of think you it's... have a point. Because I can get the whole soul perspective. At the same time, it's reductionist. Because like, the the sum of all of the parts is greater than the whole. Yeah, they There's work something together. that transcends that. It's not just I'm, this doing the work. It's not just the brain. It's an internal motivation that sends to your brain, and your brain helps work together. All right, but, let's come up with a conclusion. But I think your brain creates that sensation of it. Because if you didn't, once again, if you didn't have the brain, you wouldn't be able to create that sensation. Yeah, but so, at the same time... With that being said, if you It's also a, vice versa. If you take a full <laughs> scan of somebody's brain, which is literally everything about you, mm -hmm. everything, at least as far as we know, excluding the soul and stuff like that, Okay, right? If they put a copy of that into a body that looks exactly like you, in my opinion, it isn't you. Yeah, I don't it's, think this it's, is like the classic case in cartoons that we used to see, right? Where there's a villain... And there's the original person. And then they're both copies of each other with the same clothing, same hairstyle, same everything. They're undeniably the same, right? And then there's one person that's like, oh, no, which one is you? And they're just like pointing a gun at both. He's like, which one? And then they come up with this like genius freaking question that only the real person would know. But then they're not a copy. Listen, listen to this. But listen to this. If you don't but, know that, you're not an exact. I'm talking but, about a 100. But what I am saying is that it is impossible to copy 100. percent Are you sure about that? Mm -hmm. Because you're, if the, you can break the brain down into data, but you're only thinking about the brain. You're what about only the heart. 
that doesn't like for example yeah. we we the have soul. evidence that there there have been there have been people who have gotten heart transplants from other individuals and the moment like after they started living their life they began to feel certain things that acted in accordance with how the other person lived their, their life like for example they started having feelings of grief grief for somebody they didn't know stuff like that now how much of that is psychosomatic is the question hmm. well the question the question is why are they experiencing it in the first place is it psychosomatic? I don't think it is because they have no previous knowledge of who that person is, what their background is, so on and so forth. Okay. How prevalent is that though? I don't know. I'm just, I'm playing devil's advocate for this because I don't think it's the same person if you took a scan of the brain. And here's the thing. I know you're like, oh, that one hidden question. If it's an exact copy, which they will probably get to that point, then it would theoretically speaking be the same person but it's not in my mind it's like u 2.0 it's very similar in terms of functionality but now you're in a cybernetic body you're gonna have a lot more capability and shit like that yeah but i mean if it has all of your memories all of everything that you think on a daily basis it has to be you there's no way it can't yeah but i i i i just disagree with with one word 100 percent there's no way it could be 100%. But why can't it be? Then because again, because what like what we in experience internally, we can't even explain, right? It comes from here. I don't think You so. don't have to explain it. I don't it. think it, it comes happened. from here. But it does. I think that this and this work together to make you believe that sometimes this does work more than this. But sometimes this is the motivator for this to spark out as well. So do you see what I mean? Like it's uh, not. It's not mean. all. Like for example, can the cybernetic version of you have intuition? Yeah, and, it's you. Yeah, when and when we said this, it's literally like taking your brain and putting it into a body, but it just happens to be digitized. Digitized. Yeah. I'm convinced. I you think. Lose, I feel like you're you're gonna lose something. Something greater than. Like there's there has to be a substance missing where it's just like, like it may it it makes it not one hundred percent. But to defend your point, you're also not your body. You are not. You are your not body. your body. Yeah, and you are not your brain. But you are your brain. But you but are. You're, your brain. you're not. But, but you are, by definition. It's either it's either you believe that <laughs> consciousness stems from the brain, or that consciousness is something that we're always within. Like it's it's greater than the brain. That's it's it's a huge thought. I think consciousness is directly related to at least the ability to process information. I think yes. that's what consciousness is. So things as simple as a sea sponge, they're conscious. Things like the smallest singular cell organism, they're conscious. Mm -hmm. Now, there's different levels of consciousness if you want to go down that route. Like maybe if you want to say, hypothetically thinking, that the universe has a greater ability to process information, that that's a large-scale form of consciousness. I could accept that. Mm -hmm. That makes sense to me. But on the human level, in terms of consciousness, at least as far as medical science is able to prove, it's directly derivative from your brain. Yeah, but there are a lot of problems with medical science. It's it's a materialistic world. It's not. It's not. It's not materialistic. It's reductionist not worldview. I, I wouldn't say problems. I would just say it is such a huge, huge field, and there's so many routes that you. Like you can't just bring it all together and no, to a club. I, you know I would say it's problems say, because sorry, 
you're mentioning something from that guy's holistic video, which I did have a problem with when he mentioned that he was talking about scientists. He was talking about scientists saying to understand a frog, you have to under you need to know what it's made out of from the molecular level. You break it down, you dissect the frog, you do this, this and that. He's like, but you don't get the full view of the frog. Yeah, no shit. That's why there's other scientists that go out and study the frog. Like yeah. you act like scientists are just one bad person. No, no, no. It's, it's, no. It has nothing to do teams. with bad or good. It's okay. just but the that fact was his that argument, though. It's it comes down to the idea that you cannot just single out one thing and then detach it from the rest of the environment. I understand that, but from his perspective, there are other scientists that study that. And by you saying science has a lot of problems, especially medical science, there's different types of medical science. There's quite possibly ten hundreds of fields, mm -hmm. it's no, especially very minute ones, you know? I agree. So I thought that view was a kind of a reductionist view on what science is. Mm -hmm. I feel like that guy's holistic approach to science was, um, or his view of the unholistic was unholistic. He wasn't looking at the full picture, right? Because there's the ones who want to know what its genetic makeup is. They want to know what the organs look like. They want to know how the brain functions. Then there's the ones that want to see how it hops around in its environment. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think the issue but, there is just that scientists, they, they get trapped within their bubble of what they study and they don't look, they don't look at it from a broader perspective. That's all. Yeah. I feel you. I feel you. And I would agree for certain <laughs> fields of science, definitely. They but this, this kind of shit, society is going to have to deal with this sooner than later because it's, this is it's like real. When curiosity, curiosity is just turning into like, okay. Oh, this was recent. Like, this is too much, you know? This is beyond curiosity at this point. This is just like, yo, let's make Black Mirror happen in real life. Black Mirror is already <laughs> happening in real life. It's creepy, mm -hmm. like the type of shit that's happening. Yeah, but there's avenues that, that you do not want to hit, but yet we explore it, and then, <laughs> and no, then like all of a sudden we're living Terminator Three, and then well, for like, example, <laughs> like um, do you remember the episode Terminator of uh, Black Mirror? I think it was season three, episode one, with the social credit yeah. score. Well, it's happening in China already. Yeah, they were thinking about implementing. When I say they, uh, the government and also Joe Biden, blah blah blah. Mm -hmm. There was a belief that the U.S. wanted to implement a system somewhat similar. In fact, there's actually companies right now that are contracted with the government to try to come up with an application to do just that. Whether you believe that's a good or a bad thing, that's up to you. I don't know if it's good or bad. We're going to have to wait to see when it comes out. Yeah. But that's already happening. But we've already society. had it for since the dawn of credit. <laughs> if you think about it. Oh, you want a mortgage, huh? Let's run that credit. <laughs> No, but like, Boy, imagine, I'm losing credit just looking at you. Imagine, <laughs> but the thing is, anybody could essentially ruin you. Yeah. For no reason, like just to fuck with you, which freaks me out because, I mean, we live in a society where we love to troll each other. Mm -hmm. It already happens, ca cancel culture. Yeah. Yeah. I just don't think we as citizens have the ability to honor that honestly, which is going to fuck over a lot of people in the long run. <laughs> Has a 180 credit score. <laughs> Boy, I want to lend your ass the door, fool. It's like, what's your credit score? You're not score? even getting the doorknob. You're not even getting the doorknob. Get the hell out of here. Get, get out through the window, bro. <laughs> I'm not even lending you a door. I don't want to breathe the same air as you, dog. Get your low credit score ass out of here. I'm losing points just looking at you. <laughs> oh, yeah. Also, sorry. Black Mirror as well. This Twitter bot shit. Remember the episode where the, video, the girl, um, she ordered her boyfriend... And she had to basically um, grow him in the bathtub. And then oh, yeah. Like, that's... 
That's this. That's a very. This is a very early version of that. Yeah, like, they were uh, some intelligent dude. writers, dude. Like there was some cool stuff that was ahead of its time, like the PSP. But like when it comes down to Black Mirror stuff, dude. Like growing a boyfriend in your bathtub. Dude, no, we're good. No, dude, they're way ahead of their time. Black Mirror, it's freaky. That's like not. Let, let's not be any sort of ahead. Listen, you think you think it's weird right now? Just wait twenty years from now when yeah. you when you're forty. Well, when I don't when I don't care. When you're about to <laughs> when you're about to get into your your stride as a man. Stop giving shit. These damn kids. <laughs> Fucking kids. <laughs> these damn these damn loomers. You know what? That always <laughs> sorry that yeah. These damn lunar kids. We're talking <laughs> growing on the moon and shit. Uh, Fuck them kids. Bro, how? Oh God, yeah. You know what? That it's something I like to think about every now and then. Like, what are our kids going to be getting messed up on in the future? Probably, I don't know. Like, I think alcohol will always be prevalent. I don't think alcohol will ever go away. I feel away. like they're going to start grating some sponges and then just eating it with milk. But it's like, <laughs> but it's like a, yeah. now there's a thing that's popular where you can vape alcohol. What? So yeah, you get all of the effects of being drunk or intoxicated, but you don't get any of the calories. Or... What was that show? Buzzfeed? No, there was a show that you <laughs> That's turned where I saw me on to. Um, oh, God damn it, I hate when I forget. Anyways, it was it was talking about how it was exploring the the whole gamut of drugs and how they have insane drugs that you wouldn't even possibly think of right now. But I think it ties into what you're talking about. I don't even know what. Yeah, that we is. can move on because I I don't remember. That yeah, anymore. I can't think of that. I don't know. I mean, I I can talk about like some of the weird stuff that's out right now. Like, there's um apparently there's a new type of psychedelic that hit the street where it gives you the effects of being on a psychedelic, but if you don't want the effects to be there, you can just go like. You gone. you apparently have the ability to control it. Wow, which is wild. That's a cool technology. <laughs> That's, that, that that's cool. wild. Honestly, I'll say I'll say that kids will struggle with a lot of the things that they struggle with now. I think kids are mainly gonna have meaning, way weirder. meaning, purpose, things that human beings have always struggled with. Yeah, I think I think kids are gonna have way weirder problems in the future, like things we couldn't even imagine today. Sure. Yeah. Like, for example, I mean, we might have kids in the future where the way they go to school is they just jack they like jack into the internet and like they're on their way. <laughs> yeah, that's how they do it now. <laughs> which begs the question oh my god that's gonna be such a weird dilemma too like once you have that ability to have like a an avatar in virtual space what's even the point of going back to existence if you can live right we yeah we've yeah. discussed that i don't want to go there <laughs> i don't want <laughs> i don't agree his with brain's that. already I, fried from this i think that's gonna be if there will be a air quote downfall of humanity i think that that's, will be it yeah. or at least in terms of the natural way of living you know what? Coronavirus happened for a reason. It's because everyone's going to get used to staying inside. And then as they stay inside, they're going to step foot just to buy that VR set. And they will never step foot out again. And Period. to use that VR set for the 2AM podcast. I oh, want to do that in that the future. I would like the option in the future to have a one of those 360 cameras like right here. Yeah, or so basically in a chair like over there so you can watch in VR. Hi, audience. If you're listening right now, why don't you come take a seat right here? You know, <laughs> Right? Just like post up. Yeah. That'd be so much right fun. Right here. <laughs> I would love to do that. Yeah. That's, something, always... that's something no other podcast is doing. Yeah. We but explore the deepest There's a lot here. to look forward to, man. There's a lot to look forward to. And... Yeah, you guys have a lot to look forward to, too, because we're going to be posting a lot on Instagram this week. 
Um, and if you're not following us, you should go follow us right now at the 2AM Podcast on Instagram and YouTube. We also have a 2AM Clips channel called The 2AM Clips. <laughs> what do you know? Who would have guessed? Yeah, exactly. Also, please, please, please leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts because that greatly helps us. Um, feel free to DM us any time with any ideas, anything you like. We'd love all sorts of creativity. So if you guys want to paint us, you guys want to make jokes about us, you guys want to do anything creativity-wise, please send us our way. And um, yeah, I think on that note, we're just going to have to piece it out here. We're going to huh? have to piece it. <laughs> we're going to have to piece it all together. <laughs> Aha. All right. So on Logan's mark, since he's the musician here. Two, two, three, four.